and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, the DNR fancast. We have been quarantined because the world has ended and time is meaningless, but we're going to escape for a little bit today. Uh, I am the DM Ken, and joining me is Rob. Hi, I'm Rob. I play Commissioner Dorlison, the Dwarven Sorcerer. And Amy. Hi, I'm Amy, and I play V, the Half-Orc Fighter. CJ. Hello. My name is CJ, and I play Jacoba, the Drow Bard. You always sound like a catchy off guard. Because uh, I have, like, three different shows that I run, and I have to remember <laughs> who I'm playing and what. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and last but not least, Ian. Uh, I am Ian, you already know that. I play Liam Mercier, the Half-Elf Bard. <sighs> Alright, last episode was a little bit weird, but it was fun. Uh, Hamish got arrested for vandalism. Originally, Gordon Morningtide, the head of the guard, wanted to arrest everybody except for Liam and uh, Jacoba, because uh, you know they were they successfully heisted, which is still impressive to this day. But <laughs> but he's a crowning achievement. We almost got arrested. He wanted to arrest all three of them, but Hamish took full responsibility, and so Gordon said, "All right, come on, let's go." So he took him to Edgar Lindquist. And basically just made a show of slapping him on the wrist and told him, hey, you're going to get a severe punishment. And Edgar was pretty satisfied with that. But uh, as soon as the door was closed, basically, Gordon took off the manacles and went, yeah, you're just going to do some community service. You have to clean up the, the task given to Hamish specifically, but probably the whole party is to clean up the graveyard, do some community service cleaning that up because, you know, all of you had vandalized that and they could appreciate the help. So it, it was mostly just a mark off and it was... Mark off that you had been punished, and it was large. Gordon is, like, doing a lot of favors for Umbern because they're very old friends. <sighs> so, back in town, the after the arrest thing, the rest of the episode was pretty much experimenting with Choppy. Uh, you guys had put her, put her, him, it's Choppy in the circle of awakening, the, the intelligence one. And oh, I need to mute that. Roll twenty. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so, but but Choppy in the intelligence circle just to see what would happen, and it went from mindlessly wiggling to being reactive in some way. But all attempts to talk to him didn't do much. Uh, physical touching caused some reactions, but through a series of rolls, we his intelligence did not increase by very much. But it went from being an inanimate wiggly thing to a very simple animal of some kind. But based on its moving around, it doesn't seem to have a lot of ability to perceive the world around it. There's It would hop around and bump into things, and any attempts to talk to it or put things in front of it to see were really ineffective. So after some some soaking time, I guess we call it, in the circle. They took him back to the office and tried to go to sleep, try to figure out a way to like, <laughs> where to put him, and he wandered around, made some noise. Somewhere along the way, Jeremy took a little damage trying to pet Choppy, and they did not get along. <laughs> uh, somewhere along there was, I remember this part a little less, there was some interaction between Ian, Jacoba, and Zill talking about Mr. Honorable and how they and, and how he was sneaking around and spying on Liam's house. 
but I don't remember that conversation as well, because I didn't listen to the last episode today, as I should have. But it's okay. It was something, it was something like uh, Zill was being suspicious to Jacobo because Jacobo was standing around watching uh, Mr. Honorable scope the place out. Yeah, that, that was like two sessions ago. But yeah, he, he had, in the middle of the night, was staring at his house, and Zill was like, what the fuck's going on? What, what are you doing here? And Jacobo basically just pointed at Mr. Honorable, who was, you know, being a cat up on the wall. <laughs> and they got into a fight. And of course, Mr. Honorable played dirty and used a flashbang to stun them. And Jacobo um, lost track of him after that. Lost track, gave up, same thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe Jacobo mentioned that he saw Mr. Honorable to Liam, and then they they decided to go check it out, and when they got there, Liam was like, hey, I know this house, this is my house. Right, yes. Um, and I believe we also set up a steakhouse for one night to see if Mr. Honorable would come back, and I don't think he did. Yeah, he did not. Yeah. That, that does um, ring a bell. Uh, Liam was in the downstairs, Jacobo was in the upstairs, and Zill was out in the alley, I think? Yeah. Oh, that's right. And, uh, just be safe, they, we decided that Jamie should stay at uh, DNR headquarters, where he met um, everybody. Yes, because you had communicated to him that Mr. Honorable was scoping out the house at night, and Jamie was very upset and uh, unsettled by this. So, and I don't blame him. Yeah, that's reasonable. Be like, hey, so, mm-hmm. some some like rogue has been spying on you in your sleep. You should uh, definitely continue to feel safe in your own home. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, to feel so, safe, he went back to DNR office to sleep, and uh, although yeah. Liam did the wise thing and suggested he bring some earplugs of some kind. Yes. <laughs> um, and I remember he met Jeremy was a little freaked out about Jeremy. Matt Choppy was a little weirded out about Choppy. Everyone's a little weirded out by by Jeremy. I mean, he's a talking skeleton. It's hard not to be weirded out by him. Why, well, I don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Bones is a lovely individual. Okay, so I don't remember the exact time of... Oh, actually, I think we left off right after the stakeout. So it pretty much was like an uneventful yeah. night, right? Yes. It was an uneventful night. Okay, so it was an uneventful night and it is the next morning. Um, so in that case, looking at this, uh, let me remove Gordon because he's not here. Umbrin will be in his office. Actually, he's probably out of the office. Because this is going to be early in the morning for the first event of the day. Um, let's see. Yeah, Jamie's in the office. Hamish is snoring like a diesel engine. Jacoba and Liam are out of the house. Mm-hmm. So let's start with V. V is in the back on the cot. Choppy is wandering about. Well, wait. This is my cot over here. Uh, okay. That I'm on the right cot. Yes, that is important. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what you ended up doing with Choppy. I remember, I think it was basically a restless night. It was a pretty, like, didn't get a great amount. Like, uh, I think we decided it was like parents with a new child, you know? Yeah, he just wouldn't hold still and it was rough. Yeah. 
uh, looking around Choppy's rolls and stuff. Animal handling. Yeah, I remember, at, I remember at one point he was trying to, like, chop his way out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm looking at this. There's a there's a critical failed perception check in the middle of the night where Choppy was chopping through the wall. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a comment from Amy in the chat saying, "Ken, if Choppy runs away, I'll never forget you. <laughs> I'll never forgive you." <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, yeah, and then after that, there was a uh, an animal ch- handling check of four to try and like get him to go down to sleep. <laughs> it's just no good. So, so. That holds to be true. V got, did not sleep very well in the night, but Choppy will be somewhere in the corner, like, sitting down, I suppose you could call it. Like, not not moving a whole bunch, but leaning against the wall somewhere. But when V wakes up, she'll find that Cheddar is sitting, like, right on her chest and staring at her. <laughs> okay, that's Amy, not V. Hey. Um, so I think she'll just kind of like blank a few times as she's waking up, like, what is this what? Like, um, hi, Cheddar. And as soon as you make eye contact and say hello, he'll lean forward, squint his eyes a little bit like he's trying to focus, and he'll let me pull up his little character sheet because something interesting is happening. Oh god, where's Ch- Cheddar? Right, he's an NPC. Mm. I forget which category I put him in. There's so many so characters. The NPC. <laughs> okay, so he's going to whisper by casting a spell. So he's going to cast a cantrip message, and shit. And V is going to hear the words. Can you hear me? According to the text, it's a it's a whisper. Was that you? And I don't, uh, hold on. Let me pull the quest log. I don't remember which ear is yes. <laughs> me neither. Oh, gosh. Good thing I put it in the quest log. Yeah, right? Because uh, I... Welcome. Uh, left. That was me. That was you? Yeah. Okay. I thought that's I wrote it down somewhere for you. Left is yes, right is no. Honestly, I... Okay, yeah, so I'm trying to... I, I don't remember yet. one of us. There it is. It, important cheddar info. Left equals yes. So let's scratch his left ear. Okay. I... This was months ago when we established this. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, you're not going to remember this. And I was like, yes, I will. Uh-uh. <laughs> can... Okay, well, I guess that's not talking, but you can do magic. And be- because this cut takes like a round to cast, it's like, it, he can't talk a lot, but yeah, after a few seconds of focus, he'll go a, a little bit. Yeah. Gosh, um, I, we, I, ooh. and she's just gonna kind of like sit up, but she's gonna like brace Cheddar, kind of like pick him up in her hands and sit up so she doesn't like throw him off of her, you know? Yeah. And then like spin around and be like, okay, uh, I should probably mention this to some. Do you might think I'm crazy though. Do, do you even want me to tell anybody? And he'll do that, uh, maybe gesture like, uh, Remy that, eh, tilt the head. Yeah lift the paws a little bit, like, eh, yeah, whatever. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, 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 hmm. Who's here? Who's here? Uh, and then she's gonna be like, oh, wait, it's just Jeremy and Hamish, isn't it? And Jamie. And Jamie. What? Jamie's not gonna, I, you really think Jamie wants to handle a talking mouse right now? Probably not. Okay, okay. 
um, here. And she'll put Cheddar on her right shoulder and be like, okay, just stay there for a second. And she'll go over and be like, oh, Cheddar, this is Choppy. And, well, Choppy, this is Cheddar, but he doesn't really talk right now. And she'll just pick up Choppy and put him on his left shoulder, on her left shoulder, because we've established he can just balance on her shoulder like a parrot. I remember that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, as soon as you mention Choppy, Cheddar will look at him and... After a moment, Choppy will actually stand up and start to hop over towards V. And then she'll like she'll bend down and scratch under his chin, quote unquote, before picking him up and putting her putting him on her shoulder. On the other shoulder? <laughs> yeah, she's got, she's got the mouth on one shoulder and Choppy on the other shoulder. That's what I'm saying. We've established Choppy can do this. <laughs> so, okay, that's that's a great image. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have any artistic fans out there, you know what we need now. <laughs> and and after a, a few moments, Cheddar will whisper to V, he's confused. You, you can understand him? But, well, yeah, same reason I can talk to you. Can he do what, the magic thing, too? No. Took me a while to figure it out, to be honest. Okay. Um, what is... How is he confused? What is he confused about? Sorry to make you messenger. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it takes several seconds because he has to like cast the spell over and over and over again. So yeah, it takes several seconds to communicate to and from Choppy and then back to V. Um, <laughs> in short, existentially, he sees and hears nothing. I'm the first thing he's spoken to, I think. Okay. That is problematic. Did not... Hmm. Believe it or not, I'm much not much of a thinker before I do things. I'm, you're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, ironically, okay. I think Hamish is the is like the most thinker of the group. <laughs> like he he takes meticulous notes. He plans. He tries to make connections. Like he tries. <laughs> Listen, Jacoba's been checked out since June. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Well, as far as I know, there's no reversing it, and I don't know now if that's ethically correct to reverse it. Um, I think it would be better to make him smarter, actually. Make him smart. Okay, we can we can do that. You know what? We can do that. Can you let him know I'm going to pick? Is he already picked up, or is he going to be like he still is on the ground? I think you you said you'd already picked up. Like okay, okay. Like, Ch Cheddar will basically convey that Choppy is very, very low intelligence. Very basic, near instinct level. But he okay. does like V. He He's recognized that V is at least a good thing. But okay. he's scared, and he has no way to interact with the world other than some basic touch. And his existence is terrifying. Can you I'm so sad? <laughs> He doesn't have eyes or ears. Like, what, do you, what is he? What is an axe supposed to perceive with? <laughs> no, listen. This is all very logical and makes sense. Makes me sad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he's, he's locked in syndrome, sort of. This, this, this was supposed to be a fun thing, and now it is horrifying, and I'm a terrible person. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. The Cheddar has proposed a solution. Make him a little smarter so he can at least understand and come to terms with his existence. What's the as it is, he's got, like, a toddler's level of intelligence, and he's scared and lost. Okay. Um, 
so she'll kind of like give Choppy another scratch because as far as she understands, he likes that. That helps a little bit. And Cheddar will even confirm that he does like that, yes. Okay, good. Thank you, Cheddar. is a godsend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cheddar is the thinker and planner of the group. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the one episode that Susie was in the group, she was the thinker and planner because every time someone was like, hey, we need to go now, and Susie was like, hold on. Slow down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also the party was constantly like, and then this other weird thing happened. And every time she's like, I don't want to know. I'm here for one job and then I'm leaving. <laughs> so basically anybody who's not the core DNR group is the thinker. That is what we are learning. Well, un unless Cheddar becomes a core DNR. Well, yeah. And then Listen, I figured things out on the fly as we're going. <laughs> As is Jeremy, to be honest. Like, Jeremy uh, is definitely, like, a core DNR member, and he's just as impulsive as everyone else. <laughs> he just doesn't make decisions. He just, he's just along for the ride. He's, like, attached at the hip to Hamish, basically. And, and Hamish just spends weeks coming to the same sort of decision, which miraculously turns out to be close to the mark. Yeah. Well, he came yeah. to two, he came to two conclusions. One was close to the mark, and the other was way off. <laughs> We only talk about the corporate one. Still not convinced that they're not planning to open a restaurant. Uh, who yep. knows? Yep. He's keeping options open. This is important. A good detective keeps options open. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so V... Okay, so V will look at Cheddar and be like, I know you were probably up all night. Do... Well, first, you want something to eat. And then second... Did you want to come with us to the intelligence circle just so you could help us maybe talk? If not, it's fine. Um, yes, I'm very tired. So maybe wake me up sometime this evening. I can get up early and we can do that. Okay. So why should wait for you before? Or, I mean, then Choppy's going to be scared all day, though. I mean, and she's like, honestly, just like, I don't. Huh. And then Cheddar will actually, like, pat her on the cheek or the ear or whatever he can reach from her shoulder and say, it'll be okay. Like, he he's with you. He'll he'll get by for one day. Cheddar, thank you. You, what do you want for breakfast? You can have anything you want. Oh, just, just some fruits. I'll be fine. Okay. And she will head to the kitchen to start getting Cheddar some fruits. With her <laughs> mouse on one shoulder and her <laughs> on the other. This needs to be art. <laughs> you need art. <laughs> Gosh, okay. Uh, yeah, is, is Hamish, so Hamish was sleeping in the kitchen, correct? Mm-hmm. As okay. is Jamie. Oh, did Jamie leave the... I thought Jamie was in the bunks with me. Uh, yeah, I think he took Jacoba's bed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, Jamie was who also had not the best night's sleep because Choppy wouldn't stop moving and V kept waking up to deal with him. But but he had his 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 earplugs. He was fine. <laughs> well enough, but you can still hear Choppy Choppy's little thumping through the bed. Cuz keep in mind you might be able to hear Hamish. <laughs> I feel like it's a little different because Choppy's like a wood dowel slamming into the ground and Hamish is just a white noise. Brown noise? <laughs> Brown noise. Bra Brown noise is like white noise, but a little bit bassier. Yeah, yeah. we described um, his, his snoring the other day uh, as the approach of Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so, so it's early-ish in the morning. 
yeah, she'll go get some fruits on like a little like a little tea saucer mm-hmm. again. Uh, bring Cheddar back to his little home so he doesn't have to scurry across the whole kitchen after eating. Be like, okay, I will come wake you up this evening. Cheddar, thank you so much. And and he'll nod a little bit and say goodnight or morning, goodnight. I suppose. <laughs> well, yes, yes. And he'll, and... and he'll curl up and nibble on his little grape and uh, a date, I guess. And then yeah. once he's finished with that, he'll curl up in his little horror house and pass out. Yeah, she won't stay there and watch him the whole time. That's weird. Now, especially now that he can talk and stuff, it's it's extra weird. <laughs> She'll back into the kitchen and she's gonna try to shake Hamish awake. Uh, How hard is that? He's a heavy sleeper, but he has uh, been out in the world enough now that he is prepared to jump into action at any moment. So he's instantly awake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hamish. <laughs> Hamish. Yeah. Yeah. What? We have, I don't know if it's a problem, an update, shall we say, on the choppy situation and the cheddar situation now that I think of it. I didn't know we had a cheddar situation. Right. Well, cheddar can talk in my mind now. Right. And he was also able to talk to Choppy, and apparently Choppy is very scared because he cannot hear or see anything. Right. Well... Suppose that makes sense. If I couldn't hear or see anything and was just sort of popping about and banging into things, I'd probably be scared too. Yes. So it's a lot that's... like being locked in the basement of my mother's bar, but that's and... another story. Happen a lot? Wait, no. Okay, wait. This is not the time. I want to come back to that. <laughs> um. Okay, so Cheddar's suggestion, because... You know, apparently Cheddar is suggesting things now, still wrapping my head around that, um, is that we make Choppy smarter, but we have to wait for Cheddar to get some sleep so that Cheddar can be our communication with Choppy. Okay. So Cheddar's asleep now, right? Yes, he just went to bed. Oh, okay. So we have a scared axe and a sleepy talking mouse. Yes. And... Come nighttime, we're going to go and make the axe smarter. Yes. Alright. I don't know if I updated you after I came back last night, but it seems like the guards are a little worried about this uh, kobold army thing too, so I don't know, maybe Wait, somebody they... else is going that out. They know about that? Well, yeah. They said I had to do community service for whatever it was that we did at that house, and uh, well, my, I said, is it not service enough that I told you about the approaching army? And then he got all excited and went to tell the mayor and the whole, I don't know what else was going on. I thought Umbrin had already told them about it, to be honest. And she's going to, like, kind of think. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. I don't know, honestly. Yeah, well, I'm going to up the graveyard. What do you mean we have to clean up the graveyard? Apparently, the whole saving them from the animated corpse thing that we did when things yeah. came, they didn't really understand that we were doing them a service and they see it as vandalism. And because we set one's house on fire, they kind of want us to do a punishment. And that's cleaning up the vandalism, and he uses air quotes, in the graveyard. 
and then everyone will be happy with us again. Well, I, you know, that's probably, you know what, fine. It's something we could do during the day while Cheddar sleeps, and I don't really know where the other two are, and she's kind of, like, looking around, like, Sanjakova and Liam aren't around, that they, well, whatever, okay. Um, Maybe in there we can check that other sarcophagus thing and make sure that he's not waking up, too. <laughs> you know what? That's not a terrible idea. Yeah, um, just efficiency. Just in case, yeah. Y'all didn't even think to check the other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess, you know, the other two aren't here. So well, that makes us... And Umbrin's not here. Once they get in, I don't think they want Umbrin to clean up. Somehow he's not getting blamed for anything. I've still got my eye on him. Suspicious character that he is. Uh, but once everyone else gets there, we can go clean up the graveyard. Hmm. Might be nice to some new shrubs since we killed... Oh, you weren't here for that. But yeah, we killed some of their shrubs. I mean, it's fair to kill us too, but... Remember you guys talking about that? And at first, you know, I have to admit, thought you were crazy. Now, and she's going to kind of gesture to chop you on her soul shoulder. Not so crazy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anything that happens in this town is crazy. I think I think just once you live here a while, you get used to that. It's just a very strange place, fair me. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hamish, you can do the magic-y thing. Yeah. Can you talk to Chubby? Uh, well, I never tried that kind of magic. Mm. I thought everybody who is magic could just do that. No... Now, I mean, I know I could probably set him on fire, but we probably don't want to do that. If he's already scared, I don't think setting him on fire is a good way to go, personally. Oh, I could, I, I could entertain him if he, well, no, he can't see, so it wouldn't mean anything. I was going to say, I could make these lights dance, and he casts a little trip and dancing lights come around the room, he says, but... V will like, like look delighted by that for a second. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. <laughs> shiny lights. Wonder if he could bring the shiny lights to life. Wait, no, that kind of thinking gets us in trouble. <laughs> um, other than that, mostly I, uh, I, I kind of accidentally set things on fire. Or sometimes deliberately. But as you out, when I try and do it, I tend to miss. So... Your aim could use a little work, yes. Yeah, I've been practicing that, and um, things get set on fire that aren't supposed to, so I need to find like a safe place to practice. Okay, we'll just add that to the list of things that has to be done. I mean, if anything, if we have to clean up the graveyard anyways, I don't see why you couldn't maybe practice there, and then we'll just clean it up. That's a good point. Yeah, if there's already a mess, then make a Bigger of a mess, and yeah, yeah, we make a good team. Good thinking, yeah. Yeah, we're the thinkers of the group. The ones we are the planners of the group. The other mm -hmm. one, <laughs> <laughs> you know, our whole uh, statue distraction went really, really well. They were super distracted. It, it worked. The the the. The, the distraction team did their job, the other people were able to do their job, and, and alright, they kind of don't like me now over there, but 
I'm used to people not liking me. That's fine. Yeah, me too. Not here, though. People tend to be very friendly here. Less, yeah. Most pe- the people in the office, at the very least. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure that when my advice starts getting out there, that I'm going to become even more popular. I am sure you are right. <laughs> well, since, I mean, Jeremy's still sleeping, I think. Liam's not here, and he said not to touch his kitchen. She's going to kind of, like, look over at the food, like, thinking about ignoring the, the, the order to not touch the kitchen. I think Jeremy's allowed to touch the kitchen. We could wake him up and he could make breakfast. It's rude to wake him up. What if... Oh, we could go to the Honorable Pillow and get breakfast to go. That sounds like a good idea. I haven't been there for oh, a while. Oh, I haven't been there since the last time when I thought that the beer was free. Well, I sort of ate them now. Yeah, we... You know what? I'm sure they don't even remember that. Well... I don't know. I think the bartender seemed a little uh, taken aback with my uh, good manners last time when I said goodbye, but maybe he just is new to fair and doesn't understand how things work. So. Maybe. It was a little too formal yeah. for the setting. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just not used to people being so nice to him. I, I might be right. Might be right. Okay, yeah, so just to because you know out there beyond Fair Bay, you now people aren't so nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will go get breakfast for there's you, me, Jeremy, Jamie, and maybe I should check and see if Joyce wants something. Oh yeah, Joyce would appreciate that, I'm sure. Mm. Joyce, Joyce is good people. Okay, I will go get us breakfast. <laughs> Uh, and I guess if the others show up, you can get them up to date on what's happening? Should I keep breakfast for them too, or do you think they'll eat breakfast wherever they are? I can't work to get more food. Okay, so breakfast for seven. Well, let's be honest. Breakfast for eight. We'll, we'll just make it a nice round number. Okay. Okay, and she will salute and head out of the office and stop on the way and ask Joyce what she would like for breakfast. Um, I'm trying to think what time it is in the morning. I, I figure at this point, yeah, Joyce would be in. Despite her attitude, she's a pretty early riser. She takes her job very seriously, you know. <laughs> so yeah, of course. So she'll she'll definitely want some food. I don't even know, like some eggs coffee and... black. I'm assuming. Oh, of course, of course she yes. drinks her coffee black. It, Joyce, I feel like is the kind of character that either drinks it pitch black or sinfully sweet, and nothing in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Is it, I don't know. She, it, with the voice and everything, it strikes me as like a black coffee cup. And she, yeah, and she always like drinks it when it's too hot. <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay, so yeah, she will. She, V will head to the honorable pillow and you know just stop, check out what's going on, uh, maybe talk to some people. Who knows? We'll see what's up. We'll see what we'll see. Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. You know, we've been going there often enough. I'm just going to... Where is it? I really should move the honorable pillow further up in the queue of maps. That way it's easier to get to. 
because we apparently go there once a day. <laughs> I actually forgot that there was a map for it. Uh, well, we yeah, it's already there. After like, I what? did not forget. After the fourth time you guys went there, I'm like, you know what? We might as well have a visual reference for the players, because yeah. like, this is going to become a regular thing, because this is Susie's full-time job. And speaking of Susie, just for reference, I'm going to roll a uh, performance check. Okay. Just to see what kind of day it is for her. Susie, there she is. That folder's not alphabetical. Now it is. Perfect. Skills. Perception. Not perception. Perfect. Performance. That's much better. 22. <laughs> 22. As always, Susie is doing great. <laughs> she doesn't have a bad day for the most part. She had that one, that one bad day, but she she's sounding fantastic. So v, v walks into the honorable pillow. There's the usual amount of, like breakfast eating people at this time in the morning. You've been here a couple, like once or twice so far, so, mm-hmm. you know, medium yeah. busy. And Susie's up on her little stage doing some music, setting the tone, something energetic to get you up, but not so energetic as to, like, be jarring. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I imagine V kind of starts by going to the bar to, because I'm just assuming that's where you would go to order a breakfast to go, I guess. Yes. She, yeah, and she'd be like, yeah, could I get breakfast to go for eight? And she's like, seven, seven, no, eight people. Uh, Joyce's coffee, black. Uh, I, I like to think you just say Joyce's coffee, and the bartender's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Joyce's coffee. Um, and and she'll look up at the stage and whatever Susiana normally drinks. And he'll he'll not at that. He he's a little weirded out. He's a little perplexed at the to go order for breakfast. Usually it's for here, but he's like, whatever, I'll take money. Yeah. <laughs> so so he'll he'll definitely do that. And Susiana generally has. Oh, what do you think, CJ? What what would Susie normally drink? I'm thinking like a green tea. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yes. Ooh. That- uh, ooh. I, a jasmine green or a nice oolong. Hmm. I oolong is a huge category of tea. I I like. And I'm not a tea guy. I'm just saying <laughs> by the truth, the basic names. I like the idea that she drinks jasmine tea. That's a very classy yeah. tea to have. It's a very Susiana tea. Uh, to answer Ian's question in chat, rather than typing it out, making a lot of clacky noises in the recording. Yes, this place serves the coffee. If you are a coffee snob, then it is definitely of lower quality than at the Pouncing Claw. But oh, it is. Liam, would Liam be a coffee snob? Yeah, because if he cares very, very much about the flavor, then the Pouncing Claw is there's no replacement. It's mm. it's top notch. But if he just cares about getting some caffeine, he'll drink some hot bean water. Then yeah, this place has got that. It's uh. <laughs> Not very good, a little burnt, but it's got caffeine in it, so. Maybe she would have ordered coffee for the whole office, but specifically been like, just make sure to tell me which one's Joyce's, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah, Joyce's is like extra, extra strong. Yeah. yeah. It's just a cup full of espresso shots. It's roasted, it's, it's not uh, coffee, it's roasted no, no. cave root. <laughs> in, in Turkey, they will leave the coffee grounds in the coffee. With you were drinking it. Ugh, no thanks. Ew. <laughs> Crunchy coffee. That's exactly like something that uh, Joyce would do. 
crunchy coffee. Well, um, I, I, you kind of, I think you kind of, uh, um, uh, turn you through your teeth, or, um, it might be like put through a strainer. I'm, and I'm, I'm inclined to think that it's put through a strainer, but they have the coolest way of heating up water and coffee. I have seen that process. Um, yeah. And it's basically, they have a fire, and on top of it is this kind of... Sand? Yeah, it's a trough of sand. So the fire heats up the sand really hot, and you just take your coffee, put it in a tin cup, and kind of push the cup through the sand, and it flash boils it. Oh. Yeah! That's hey, a cool, cool process. Um, yeah, and then... So that's how they make the coffee. And I think they put it in... I think it gets strained out of that into a cup. I don't know exactly. But I remember a friend of mine who used to live in Turkey was mentioned something about, like, the the grounds are, like, still in there. Anywho, back to the game. Um, um, yeah, so right. you get coffee for the whole office, jasmine tea for Susiana, and order breakfast. And then um, once... Once, like, the tea was ready, she'd kind of wait for, like, a small break, at least, in Susiana's set, just to, like, she's not looking for a, a long conversation, just to be like, oh, here, I I thought you might want something to drink. And her, she already had a cup of it, but it's empty, and so she very much appreciates that. And she and she smiles warmly and is, is appreciative of the gesture. And she's like, you're doing a, I love the set so far, I wish I could stay to check it out, but, you know, duty calls. And she'll say that she understands, and she'll yeah. get back into the. She'll she'll quick she'll raise the mug of the tea to V, take a sip, and then get back to playing her set. And V will have a very satisfied smile on her face and go to collect breakfast for the office. Did a nice little thing for Susie. Just like a little thing, you know, not a big gesture. Not anything crazy. Okay, so Ian rolled a wisdom saving throw. It was bad. Right? <laughs> I don't know what... It was bad. Don't know what he's rolling for, but he's muted. Hey, guys, I'm muted. <laughs> uh, in the morning, Liam don't give a fuck about the flavor of his coffee. He just wants it strong to wake up. Perfect. So he wants a Joyce coffee. He wants a Joyce. He probably picked up uh, Joyce's style of drinking coffee, and that's probably, like, their one thing. Is this something V would know, though, is the question. Because she very much wants to make Joyce happy, but I don't know how much she... Prob probably not, because usually V comes out after Liam gets there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm imagining she just gets regular coffee for everybody because she doesn't know what everybody drinks at She has not paid enough attention to know what everybody drinks at breakfast. Yeah. But she specifically gets Joyce the right coffee because, I mean, it's Joyce. That's her girl, you know? Um, yeah, so she'd, she'd go back to the office with breakfast and hand Joyce her breakfast and her coffee and be like, you could join us in the kitchen if you want, but I figured you'd like the quiet of the desk. And she, she nods like, you get it. <laughs> Not only do you get the coffee, but you also get that she doesn't give a fuck about your daily work. Her job is to sit yep. here at this desk. <laughs> yep. And be Listen, V understands Joyce. Joyce understands V. This is a beautiful friendship. This is great. This is the best friendship. <laughs> Fantastic. And she'd walk into the kitchen and be like, breakfast is here. So it's a bunch no, of eggs and bacon and toast and hash browns, the whole shebang. Really basic stuff, but a bunch of it. Love it. 
So I'm yeah, guessing at else. this point, Jacoba and Liam would have come back. Hmm. Now, um, I, yeah. All right, hold on. There's another thing I want to roll. Uh huh. Um, it would be like if Liam usually gets a coffee for Joyce, because even though they don't get along, like that's one of the things that you still can have a connection with people with. Yes. So let's do. Let's say, do it. Let's say. Uh, like a six or higher on a D10, he does usually do it. Four. That is a nope. four. All right. So nope. While they enjoy <laughs> coffee, they enjoy their coffee individually. Yeah. But there's an understanding. Like, hey, you like the same coffee as me. Neat. Anyway. <laughs> That's the exception. It's like, hey, you like coffee too. You have to try this. And like, Joyce gets there at a different time. So it's just easier for them to get it on their own. Yeah. I'll go with that one. <clears throat> All right. So... Everyone's got a bunch of coffee and breakfast. At this point in the morning, uh, Jamie's there. Umbrin's coming to the office. He'll happily have some breakfast. Oh, thank God I got eight because I forgot about Umbrin. <laughs> <laughs> the eight was because I was like, oh, V eats a lot. And then she's going to be like, oh, right, Umbrin. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, he he has he leaves the office at night. It's just that you bums sleep in the office. <laughs> Which, he, to be fair, he offered... But it just means that you guys are there all night long, and he has to—he has office hours. Right, right. That's fair. I just—I both V and I forgot about Umbrin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, actually, um, as V is coming back in with all of the coffee, I forgot this part because I was having so much fun with the soap opera part. <laughs> Joyce will hold up. Uh, let me double check. Uh, one, two, three envelopes that mm. that are all uh, new jobs. And I imagine V's juggling all this like food and coffee and stuff. Oh and yeah, she's trying to like not upset Choppy on her shoulder at the same time. <laughs> so she's just gonna be like, uh, yeah, and just kind of like lift her elbow for Joyce to tuck them in under her elbow, kind of, you know. I mean. Joyce wasn't expecting even that much. She was mostly just letting V know, but sure, she'll she'll do the tuck thing. <laughs> like there, <laughs> under the arm. V and then very carefully take like the eight plastic bags and place them on the table. <laughs> just really like, oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh well yeah, so she'll come in with breakfast and coffee and jobs. I guess. Three jobs. Now three jobs. I have not explicitly written a lot of detail in these jobs, but I will say that there is one from Tuesday talking about there have been reports. Oh, that one away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just write summaries in the chat. So Tuesday, there's reports of a drow slinking. Like, and that's the exact verbiage, slinking. Arrest him. Wow. To be fair, he probably is up to no good this time. <laughs> yeah. We, we're already up to date on that one. And we also you know, I'm half expecting her to like kick down the door to the office and say, arrest that man and point at Jacoba. And when they announce that this one's from Tuesday, Hamish is going to say, well, what day is it now? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the other ones from? Uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, what day is it? I, I've been bad about tracking the calendar. I don't remember what day it is. <laughs> we 
the the campaign started right before the Harvest Festival, and then the Harvest Festival happened, and now it's been like, I don't know, maybe a week or two since then? The sixth day of the week. Is that? It is a Saturday, depending on how you... Wait, how do you do? Monday to Sunday? No? Okay, Sunday. Sunday to Saturday. But Sunday most to calendars are Sunday to Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I always get confused because my work calendar is Monday to Sunday, so... Minus two. I do Monday to Sunday. Yeah. I that... I'm not crazy, but yeah. Sunday to Saturday to Sunday to Saturday. So it is Friday. So it is Friday. Okay. All right. Three-day head start on us, then. That might be a tricky one to pull. Or... Or this is for the future. I should not be feeding this. <laughs> rat King. Yep. Oh. You have a job from the Rat King in that same okay. in that same horrible scrawl that you had before, but now you Wait. know who that's from. Edgar? Like yeah. The Edgar, yeah. <laughs> it's an olive branch job. Yeah. As you can read, this is a mixed bag from him. It's an olive branch job to try and make peace, but there's been rumors of, like, a new and volatile <laughs> settlement outside of Fair Bay. Go there and see if their leader is willing to engage in trade. If they kill you, all is forgiven. If they agree, then you'll get 500 gold in one of those statues you were so keen on. Ooh. Shit. That's um, that statue is going in the bunk room. This is slowly just going to become V's room. <laughs> <laughs> it's slowly going to get piled more and more and more with crap. Like souvenirs. Turn it, yeah. Next thing you know, we're going to be on an episode of... <laughs> You're going to yeah. have to buy, uh, like, the suite adjacent to this one and knock down a wall. Um, yeah. Well, Next incidentally, you know. I do know an apartment that has recently become vacant. Actually, two. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, there's yeah. So there's three jobs. The I read the one from Edgar. The one from Tuesday is simply reports of a drow slinking, arrest them, and then a job from the Rat King. They caught a trespasser. He's annoying. They'll pay you a hundred gold to take him home. Like they're just like. Oh, that seems like pretty easy. Um, so where is the <laughs> to clean up the graveyard? My money is on that trespasser being Jimmy, by the way. I'm 100%. Saying, oh, 100%. <laughs> um, also, is this volatile sentiment the same as the rat thing? Yes, it's the, it's the cobalt settlement. Okay. At this point... Right. You seem to have a theme with these, and I it seems like suspiciously coincidental to the things that we've already been doing. Yeah. Well, well he, It's almost like this was designed this way. Yes, but also keep in mind that at this point, word has gotten out. Hamish has let the yeah. cat out of the bag. Word has traveled fast in this small town. <laughs> it is well known that this town exists, and Edgar, being a businessman, has his interests. And if you die along the way, he doesn't care. <laughs> All will be forgiven. That is fair. But seeing as we have a job for the Rat King, like two birds, one stone, 600 gold, and a badass statue. <laughs> We're lucky there'll be a drought slinking about there. I like the way you think, Hamish. Because she doesn't specify which drow, right? Just so we could just re we could probably grab any drow. Well, knowing she says that. Knowing Tuesday, yes, you definitely could just grab a random drow in town and arrest him, and then you'd get paid. They can. Yeah. Any drower in town? Uh, well, you know of two, and 
I would say odds are very much against you having seen any others except for at most maybe on the dock. And even if you did, probably from a ship that was passing through and they're long gone. I feel like there's a reason that Drow don't like other people very much, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Drow's <laughs> gonna get fucking coup de grace, isn't he? <laughs> we don't have to kill you, we just have to arrest you. <laughs> I mean, remember Rikus? You arrested him, and then he got talked to, and then he got let go. He still got paid. Mm. Uh, so, it seems like... Clean-up graveyard... And then Rat King? Mm. We have to wake up Cheddar tonight so we can go make Choppy smarter. Yes. Uh, I want to ask questions about that, but I don't want to know, so I'm just going to let you guys do your thing. Cheddar can talk in people's minds now. Yeah. He's scared, so we're going to make him smarter so he's not scared anymore. (laughs) And she'll scratch Choppy under the chin. Yeah, I mean, I mean that checks. Yeah, yeah that uh, checks out. She's not white. <laughs> I yeah, no, but we're gonna think. Yeah, uh, Liam's still gonna let you guys do your thing with that. He's not as infested with choppy as you are. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> In- infested. Interesting choice of words. Yeah. Invested. <laughs> invested. Okay. Sorry. Yes, with a V, not an F. Gotcha. <laughs> ah damn it okay so sounds like so what's what's the plan are you guys gonna do community service and then choppy or what's the deal that's that's V's plan yeah and then tomorrow target practice then we're gonna clean up check out that sarcophagus then go to the Rat King, right? So it's community yeah. service, um, Choppy, and then Rat King. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, and then uh, reports uh, reports of a slinking. Uh, what the fuck I, is a slinking? Uh, of a drow slinking. I <laughs> yeah, I know. I left the word out. <laughs> yeah. Um, who is obviously Mr. Honorable, so but he's been slinking around. Knowing Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> it could have been a drow walking around during the day. It could have been, wait, didn't Jacoba go walking around at night a couple of days ago? Yeah. He does that a lot. <laughs> it could be him. <laughs> so Listen, Mr. Honorable or Jacoba. Or a third <laughs> drow you don't even know about yet. No, they're they're like Sith. They can be only two. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh... Or Fairbay will explode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the mysterious third row that probably doesn't exist. <laughs> you rolled a D three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chosen at random. Right. That's Jacoba's running theory. There's a third drow he doesn't know about. Yeah, uh, mysterious third drow. Listen, man. Jacoba is, like, 100% certain that he's still unconscious, like, in that fucking catacomb. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is, is a fever dream. Uh, this, is, this is a Lester vision, like, uh, yeah. like Liam this, got. This is, this is the ghost of, uh, Fairbay, the, uh, future Fairbay. The, the Fairbay that could be. Oh, man, yeah. how, how crap would that be if, uh, 
just for our 20th episode, I'd just be like, and it was all a dream. That's the 20th <laughs> episode. <wakes up. laughs> I I meant to bring that up, by the way. This is our 20th episode. It's nice. all yay! Aww. Oh, fuck. Damn. Uh, hey, it's nice. going to take us a year to do it. Uh, yeah, right? Like, that, that comes out to more than one a month-ish, so yeah. mission accomplished. Yay, we did it. All right. Uh, so Liam's got his foods. Uh, he's got his coffee. Uh, let's do this shit. All right. So leaving the office, heading towards first community service. Important to note, and everyone's going to see this on the map, you have to pass through the plaza to get to the Temple of Cord for to cleaning up the graveyard. And there's a Susiana, a Mr. Honorable, and a Ginny in the plaza, and that seems dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the streams are crossing. What's happening? That's so what I'm hearing is uh, someone's getting someone's getting stabbed. Because <laughs> I made a promise the other day. Jimmy starts making a pass at Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Honorable sees us. We there's one thing V will agree with Jacoba on, it's if Jimmy starts making a pass at Susie, he gets stabbed. Listen, like, stab Jimmy, you can stab Mr. Honorable. She doesn't know you, he knows us. Cool, okay, deal. Done. Yeah. <laughs> go team. <laughs> go, go team Stabby. So, he... The three of them are actually standing near the Temple of Cord, and they're all talking with one another. And... Uh, what? Yes, they're, they're all standing there, chatting. So... Is any so? What's the plan? Are you just gonna maybe listen in on what they're talking about, or are you go? Someone just gonna like like V gonna stomp up and be like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> no. Oh jeez. Uh, Jacoba's gonna be the one stomping up. All right, cool. Let's do this. Really stomping up. He's just gonna see Jimmy, Susie, and uh, Mr. Honorable kind of stop and stare at Mr. Honorable. Like, wait, that's not right. Uh, Jimmy's going to wave happily at Jacoba. He's not stomping, only because she doesn't want to upset Choppy. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's being very mindful of, of Are you walking around town yes. with an yes. axe balanced on your shoulder? Yes. Is, I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to ask. He's upset, and Cheddar said he's happier when he's with V. Hmm? And so the solution is to... Balance him on your shoulder. Well, he's alive now. I can't just uh, him my leg. Okay. Why not? People because... do that with babies. They do their chest or... Yes, but this is how he's comfortable and safe. This wouldn't be safe. Shoulder? Are you all talking about this loudly in the plaza in front of these three? Oh yeah, uh, those two <laughs> are. Why not? Those two are. Up to the plaza, like the two of them are in the back of this of the group arguing about this. Balance <laughs> <laughs> on somebody's shoulder. Look at the size of you. And Jacoba would go to start a conversation. Hey, then all of a sudden you just hear that in the background. Well, now it's wee dwarf. I used to ride on my dad's shoulders when I was scared. Yeah, See? I can I can balance on a shoulder. I've done it with Jamie lots of times. Okay, do it. Hamish, let him balance on your shoulder. Uh, Jacobus just looking at those three, waiting for this to uh, end. Uh, <laughs> He's looking at uh, Susie oh, and Jimmy, kind of side-eyeing Mr. Honorable. Mr. Honorable is smirking. Uh, well, there's a goddamn circus going on behind me. <laughs> yeah. 
God damn it, the story. There, there's about to be a story going on, and y'all immediately get derailed. Like, oh, hold on, what the fuck is happening? Jacoba checks his watch. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> so, uh, Liam, Liam is going to hop and then do a press into a handstand on Hamish's shoulders. Alright, well, I suppose Hamish needs to roll in athletics to not be completely knocked over by this, and you need to roll in, a, in acrobatics to see if you can pull it off. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if anything goes wrong, it is not Liam's fault. <laughs> I think that was inevitable from the start. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> sure enough. So... At the dare, Liam absolutely goes to do a handstand on Hamish's shoulders. Hamish was not fully prepared for this and immediately just falls over, but Liam recovers flawlessly. Still finishes his <laughs> I imagine that Liam is balancing on a throne Hamish's shoulder at this point. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. See? You can balance on Hamish's shoulder. Choppy can balance on mine. Point prove it. Yeah, but it doesn't make it any less dangerous. Hamish is on the ground. Well, what do you think this is dangerous as she points to the axe in her shoulder? Susie turns to Mr. Honorable and goes, they're like this all the time. <laughs> and, and Jimmy's like nodding silently like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think at this point, Liam would probably notice that uh, Susiana is hanging out with Mr. Honorable. And not and... just stern daggers at him? Uh, no. Okay. We don't care about you. I'm sorry. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jacoba's right next to them. <laughs> uh, Jacoba's just waiting for this fucking circle to um, be over with. Uh, Jaco we are significantly smaller than uh, this three. Um, <laughs> I, I should shrink everyone because the plaza's. Quite... I mean, in all honesty, the plaza's probably way bigger. Uh, yeah, it's a representation. Yeah, he's kind of going to do like a uh, ping pong back and forth between like Susan, Susiana, uh, and Mr. Honorable, and then notice Jacoba, and then just kind of start ping pong between the three of them, uh, kind of being like, wait, why it, uh, uh, oh, there's so there. Sweet, more merry. Um, <laughs> hey, both them now. <laughs> Perfect. Twins. Twins. Uh, 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 one of you doesn't belong in this situation, and I can't quite figure out who it is. Uh, I'd like to think that V is both glaring and smirking at Jimmy. <laughs> like like a mean smirk, like, oh, it's the pants peer. Um, we just kind of walk up to Mr. Honorable and say, We've had reports that there was a slinking drow about town on Tuesday. Was that you? <laughs> Mr. Honorable will look a little confused at this and be like, Well, not on Tuesday, but. Hey, that's a very odd question, I gotta say. And Tamish will turn and say, Well, I believe him. Silva. <laughs> hey, Susie, how are you? And, and Susie it looks rather amused at all of this. Like, hey, what's all that about? I, I don't even know. Yeah, it, it, never mind. Anyway, I'm on a job, and she'll nod back to Jimmy. Uh, so, how do you three uh, know each other. Oh, uh, Jimmy heard that I had done a job for you guys and he wanted to hire me to do another job, which I, I was down for. 
And then, okay, so and then, that's two out of the three of you. And then Jimmy brought on uh, this guy over here, Mr. Honorable. And as soon as she says that, like, Jimmy will push forward. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's my... And then Mr. Honorable will cough loudly. And Jimmy will go, uh, my underground contact uh, through the fang. He's a consultant. Got it. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, no, we got Jimmy. Yeah, that. wearing diapers this time? Hey, but no, 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 I'm, I'm past that. That was only once. <laughs> and, and Mr. Honorable and Susie Otter will both cock an eyebrow at that. Like, really? It was only once. That's that's one too many times. <laughs> it'll, it'll even like go back to them, like, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is a whole story. It's really funny. We'll we'll laugh about it one day. But it's, it's really important. Um, I'm so, already laughing about it, Jimmy. Uh, so, guys, I, I'm kind of glad you guys are here. Uh, I have uncovered something very serious. There has been some interesting goings on. I have found a connection to the... And he looks around because he's in public and lean in, like, the, the circles. Underneath the graveyard at the Temple of Cord. Uh, uh, so, under the temple... Wait, pause. Under the Temple of Cord, there are physical connections between all the circles? Well, well magical connections, not physical, but... Okay. Through my investigation, and he taps his head. Uh, Jacobo would kind of tense up at that. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I feel like we need to check this out. Allow me to roll insight. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jimmy did not pick There's up one. A, Jimmy did not pick up at all that that, uh, Jacoba knows something about this. Mr. Honorable and Leo. Susie. Well, as it happens, we're actually uh, headed over to the graveyard right now. We are. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a great coincidence. Uh, let's see. Mr. Clean up to do some target practice. Want to no, make sure. That order, in the other order. Well, also want to make sure that the, 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 the sarcophaguses are free of, of, of uh, animated corpses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, that part's going to be easy. Um. Uh, yeah, let's go, let's go find about, find out about these magical connections with the circles. Uh, because I think that's really kind of important right now. Oh, right. I called it something different. Okay, here we go. Back to this classic map. Heck yeah. Hey. Mm. The old <laughs> graveyard. So now you have some hangers on. We have a Jimmy, oh, come on, a Mr. Honorable, and a Susie along for the ride. So, Jimmy, who fancies himself in charge of this operation. Jesus Christ, he has to To insight? Oh, yeah, he's uh, not a very wise. Oh, my God. He's not a wise fella. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could tell you that. So, he will pretty much walk straight up to the sarcophagi and he'll he'll even point a bit enthusiastically yeah yeah is based I, I did some reading and it turns out there used to be or probably still is some catacombs underneath the temple of cord probably long since abandoned and sealed off so i think the connection there's something spooky down there is this the one this isn't the sarcophagus we've messed up right <laughs> uh one no, of them is yes yeah yeah 
Okay. Uh, Liam is going to take a look at... Yeah, Liam would like to uh, look for any sort of way to move or open uh, uh, said catacomb. Well, the one that was previously messed up uh, has, like, a piece of wood over the front of it. Like, they haven't quite gotten around to replacing the the stone. Mm -hmm. And the other one is untouched. Um, alright. Is there any sort of, like, switch or, like, mechanism that, uh, would indicate that you can, like, slide it or move it or open it in some way? Uh, no. <laughs> it's... Well, real quick. Uh, did I close the door behind me my last time? Or did uh, I just, like, hobble out and then pass out in the grass? Um... I believe you had, you were feeling a migraine at the time, so I think you just hobbled out and passed out outside. You didn't bother, like, closing anything behind you. And so, you, you were invisible the whole time, too. No, I, I just, like, as soon as I was clear of the... Well, I meant, like, as as well, I mean, walking around downstairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, uh, which, which means technically someone else would have closed it? Yes. Well, th this specific sarcophagus, yes. Yeah, uh... Okay. Uh, without saying anything to anybody, he's just kind of... Kind of... Jacoba is going to... Kind of push past Mr. Honorable and Jimmy, and it was uh, this one, correct? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure? Okay. I don't think we and, established that. Yeah, I just said one uh, of them. I don't... I, I may have said left or right at some point, but I do not remember, yeah. and it really doesn't matter. Uh, Jacoba's gonna kind of push past Mr. Honorable and Jimmy... <laughs> Fry, fry the door open. Uh, do you have a crowbar? We went over this last time. <laughs> Hamish does. That uh, I, I, think, I think I just found a shovel on the side. Like, yeah. on the ground and use that. Yeah, this time there is no shovel. But this is also just a piece of wood. So I guess you can roll a strength check just to see if you can, with your bare hands, rip up this nailed-down piece of wood. Uh, seeing Jacoba attempt that, uh, and I be able to help? Sure. All right. So then roll with advantage. Are you going to stand back and watch this? <laughs> <laughs> she is the normally agreed upon strength person, and they're trying to do it themselves. So it's like, all right, you guys have fun. Whatever. So because this isn't like a piece of uh, plywood with screws in it, it's not... As hard, this is like a bunch of two by fours with nails in it. So, by your powers combined, you're able to like rip them up one by one and work your way through. And Glad area has plywood. They're pretty sophisticated. <laughs> I, I said it wasn't plywood. It's two by fours. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if it had plywood, but yeah. but uh, Jimmy pretty much just stands back and lets them struggle, much like V <laughs> says. Hey, yeah, that. And he's just like, sure, you guys go ahead. And are you guys... Is Jacoba just going to, like, wander straight down, or what's the deal? Yeah. Jacoba's no Jacoba knows what's up. He's just going to go straight down. And is everyone... Well, to, down to the uh, main... All right, let, let's do a, another uh, hop over <laughs> to the catacombs. So oh, there's, a, there's an initial chamber, right? So the, the catacombs lead to, like, a little opening that goes straight down into this little chamber, and the chamber opens up into a hallway. Now, is everyone filing in behind behind Jacoba? Because Jimmy is. 
Yeah, yeah Liam would go into. And he'd probably be like, uh, you seem overly confident about going in first there, Jacoba. Now, yeah, I know I've guessed this. I've guessed this several times already. But doesn't Liam know about Jacoba? I don't believe he does. About the spirit? He, he'd, um, did Lester? I don't remember if Lester said anything about Lester did, yes. Yeah, he did? Okay. Oh, so, uh, he would. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think Liam has expressed that at all. Okay. Yeah, because he touched the thing, had that like seven day romp in Dream World, and then he passed out. Yep. So Jacoba's just gonna go straight down and assume people are gonna follow him. Yeah, B will just like shake her head, like you know, just wandering into crypts or whatever. But she'll like make her way to the the front of the rest of the party, yeah. so she is in front of some people at least, and go down. Yeah. I think pretty quickly Liam would be like, hey, um, shouldn't you be a little bit more cautious, Jacoba? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jacoba, can you please roll a perception check for me? Yes, I can. Perception. 12. 12. Okay. Uh, only Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, let me let me get other people down into this, but since these uh, Jimmy and his crew follow Jacoba the closest, uh, let me mm. let me get uh, DNR people in here. Uh, Hamish, uh, uh, Jeremy, Liam, oh geez, and a V. There's a whole group here. There's a large group. <laughs> she is up front here. Hey, where I did what? Uh, Jacoba would make a point to stand. Like somewhat front. Okay, so he's probably like since since he's kind of expecting people to like ask questions about it. So, ironically, Jimmy is the only one to pass his perception check. I, I don't. I say ironic. Ironic because you assume he's incompetent. <laughs> I mean, he's got a negative two, so I don't think my assumption yeah. is totally off. True, and history has <laughs> with an eighteen. Yes, yeah, so he passed, but so he. And pretty much as soon as you walk in, before Jacoba gets too far, he'll put a hand in front of Jacoba to stop him from walking forward. And he goes, wait, do you hear that? And every, now that he's called it out, echoing faintly throughout the halls of the catacomb, everyone can hear, like, noise? That's not very descriptive. <laughs> like, clanking of metal and grunting, but rhythmically. So, like, it almost sounds like a... The kind of sounds you'd hear for like training, like people are like in doing forms kind of sounds, like whoa, whoa, but also clanking of of metal. That wasn't here last time. Last time. Last time. Last time. What last time? Hey. You just said that uh, wasn't here last time. Yeah. Let me just. Yeah. He's just gonna roll with it. Yeah, no, roll with it. Not roll with it, but roll with it. You very distinctly said that wasn't here last time. Have you been here before, Jacoba? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Although you should, although you should worry about uh, zombies, such various undead. I'll say. Okay, can anybody do that thing where they talk in people's heads? Uh, okay, that's actually. a very good question. I noticed. Hold on. <laughs> if you're talking about a message. Amy's asking if anybody can cast message. 
Jakarta can. <laughs> That's right. I think I, re- I vaguely remember having this conversation. Jacoba could have spoken to Cheddar and Choppy this whole time, but didn't. Okay, Jacoba, you, Sketchy, uh, I need you to do that magic talky thing to tell Choppy I need to strap him in because it is unsafe here. I mean, did, did Jacoba say out loud or was that CJ? Because I'm not sure if Jac- oh. Jacoba's not. CJ. Yeah, because Jacoba has not been very forthcoming. <laughs> yeah. CJ is saying that Jacoba has message. Oh, sorry. I, I forget it. I, I don't think Jacoba. Can anybody talk in other people's heads? Uh, Jacoba would just like kind of do the message thing, just point out or say, like, uh, you mean like this? Yes, like this. Okay. I need you to do that, but to Choppy, and to tell him I need to strap him in because this is going to get sketchy. And Jacoba does that. Okay, and and very quietly you hear, okay. Jesus Christ, you can talk. (laughs) (laughs) What? Jacoba says that a lot. He's like, Jesus Christ, I can talk. Yes, I know he can talk, and I know he's scared, and we're going to deal with that, but right now, is he okay? What do you mean you, know, do you, mean you knew he could talk? <laughs> you said Cheddar, but not the axe. Well, yeah, I thought I implied that Cheddar was talking uh, okay. to Choppy. He, he's fine with being strapped in. Uh, Jimmy, this is your thing. You go. And she will put, like, she will strap Cheddar to the normal axe place on, like, her leg or whatever. As soon as Jacoba gives Jimmy the signal, he'll he'll pull out his uh, oversized pocket knife and Jesus and open it up and and roll his shoulders like, all right, let's do this, and he marches forward. <laughs> Did you forget about it? I don't forget about it. She's she's gonna go like behind Jimmy. Uh, Liam's gonna pause, guys. Hold on. Uh, maybe we should, you know, check this out quietly before we go charging into whatever it is that's making noise down here. And Lee, uh, V with her six foot self is going to kind of look back at him like, I'm not quiet. Uh, you don't have to go check it out. Hamish is going to turn around to the rest of the group and go, Pass it along. <laughs> Realizing that, Jacoba will kind of wave uh, V and Jimmy away from the Like, come back in. All right. Well, Jimmy, whoop, jeez. Get off my space, Jimmy. <laughs> I moved him too far. <laughs> Get out. It's, it, I imagine he bumps into her and she shoves him back. Like, no, stop it. So as, okay. Yeah, as soon as Jacoba's like, well, hold on, hold on. Like, Jimmy will be like, all right, sure. He's, he's willing to cooperate. Uh, Liam and Susie, why don't you come with me? Since I assume we're the uh, stealthiest. Like, not even Liam acknowledging Mr. To, Honorable. <laughs> Liam is going to partly turn, turn towards Mr. Honorable. <laughs> like, Jacoba's not even acknowledging that he's here. But he doesn't even care. Mm-hmm. Fully expecting to be stabbed by him at some point. So... It, someone looks at Mr. Honorable as soon as uh, Jacoba mentions stealth. Oh, as soon as Liam mentions stealth. Uh, yeah. Mr. Honorable will shrug, like, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> this, is, this is your gig. Oh, okay. That's how we're playing this. 
Uh, I would like to cast Enhance Ability on myself, giving myself Cat's Grace. Ooh. I, I forget Enhance. Is it Advantage or just a plus? Advantage. 2d6 temporary hit points, which is nice. Or, no, that's Endurance. I know. Cat's Grace, yes. advantage on dex checks, and doesn't take damage from 20 feet or less falling damage. Nice. Yes, because I believe that's the one I want. Perfect. Delta is dex-based. Yes, that is the one I want. Correct, uh, yes. And uh, Liam is, as quietly as he can, going to start marching forward. Okay. And I'm going to do this now. Maybe do this now? Please do this now? There we go. 23. Fantastic. So... <laughs> quiet as a cat like the name implies <laughs> he he marches forward and leaving the the first antechamber he there's like this kind of dirt based hallway not really a stone one at first you're you're walk, traversing between like two broken walls in this first area and then mm-hmm. after leaving the dirt area you enter a stone hallway the old catacombs and Entering this part of the area, the the sounds get much louder, and you even hear some rough voices, like reminiscent of the the Rat King, in in, in style anyway. You know that raspy undead kind of voice. Uh, okay. And there are the sounds indicate there are many. <laughs> Which direction are they coming? Uh, well. How far into the first stone hallway are you? Are you just, like, hugging the wall, that that transition between the dirt tunnel and the stone hallway? Or are you just all the way in trying to track it, or...? If if he doesn't see anything in that hallway yet, it's going to be in trying to track things. Okay, he he does not see anything in that first hallway, so he he gets into that first bit. And part of the trouble trying to locate things um, is that it's really echoey in here, but... So it's hard to tell location, but it's close-ish. In fact, Mm -hmm. the Flag of War is not updating for me. It isn't. It is not. Hmm. Let me quickly look at that. Grid enabled. Fog of War. I mean, it's not Fog of War. It's dynamic lighting. Oh, it's not updating because you don't have dark vision. You need a Uh. torch. I don't have dark vision. I mean, you're I you're a human, right? I thought half elves do. Oh, I forget you're a half elf. I thought you were human. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, in that case, I will. Hold on. Let me double check this, just to be sure. If you're half elf, you should have dark vision. I do have dark vision. So yes, I sh- sixty feet. Oh, sixty. Yes, and then in darkness, as if it were dim light. Cannot discern color in darkness, only shades of gray. Okay, so are you seeing now? Uh, yes. Okay, I have up because your token was not producing light. That was my bad. Okay. So, in in that case, yes, you can see something in the hallway. You see, marching in line, you see six, five zombies and a skeleton marching away from you in the hallway. Oh, okay. And, and rounding a corner in the catacomb down a different hallway. Uh... Slowly being adjusted to fit the grid. Um, is there anything in this room just ahead of him? 
Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, branching off from the initial hallway, there's a opening to the left going to the north that is a small room with a few old, rotten, and smashed coffins. All right. Nothing hugely important. <clears throat> nope. Uh, whatever okay. things were in here have long since uh, woken up and left, if the platoon of undead is anything to go by. Okay. Uh, and then what is down this hallway here? The first opening to the oh, right <laughs> goes a long way to a larger room, and that is where the... Uh, metal sounds are coming from. You see several zombies and skeletons wielding rusty swords and practicing forms. And now that you're close to the entrance, the acoustics are a little bit clearer. That is where some of the voices were coming from. Okay. Uh, Liam would like to go down this hallway a little bit. Uh, There's a couple small dead-end offshoots. Nothing terribly interesting. Yeah, he's just trying to get close to see if he can kind of sort of figure out what's going on in that room. Okay, so because there are active observers, I'm going to have to ask you to roll another stealth check specifically for them. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Fuck. 14, not as good. Okay. (laughs) So you're still moving rather quietly, but specifically in the context of the people in this room... Uh, one of the zombies will stop swinging and look at Liam. And He's going to freeze in place. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was deer in headlights or sprint. <laughs> but deer in headlights, then it will... If I don't move, they can't see me. Well, and would, after a moment, because it will also have a moment of deer in headlights, it mm-hmm. will it will uh, raise, point its rusty sword directly at Liam and... After, let's say, a handful of seconds, the undead around it will start to notice. Um, Liam is going to very quietly and very quickly panic. Um, And then, as quietly as he can, move back to the group. Well, as they start to notice, one one will turn the corner right near the opening of the room... And it mm-hmm. appears to be like a, a dwarf zombie of some kind, and he'll actually speak and go, "Who goes there?" Fuck. Um, Can we hear any of this going on? Uh, I think as soon as you hear the uh, this dwarf yells, then yes. <laughs> okay. Then in that case, the minute she hears yelling, V's gonna start marching down the corridor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should probably update V's vision too. I don't think she's. Producing light. Oh, they have more advanced lighting now. Fantastic. All right, Amy, let me... More advanced lighting? Yeah, yeah. Dynamic lighting used to be uh, just light that you can see, but now they've got low light and night vision and... Ooh, good stuff. Amy is just following me. Can you see anything, Amy? I turned on low light vision for you. Um... No, moving does not seem to update anything. Okay, I will stick with the normal emits lights. Yeah, it might be a thing where you have to make the map differently. Possibly. Um, Okay, you should be able to see now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's marching down the corridor to follow the voice. I don't know how far she can get, so... 
Uh, yeah, it it would not take long. Okay. <laughs> so the, the dwarf says, "Who goes there?" And V starts marching forward. Yeah, yeah. And the dwarf will start to walk forward, uh, not quickly, but more like with intent. Um, does he look like armored and stuff? Yep, armored, carrying a big hammer. Armored carrying a big hammer. Uh, 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 hi. Uh, message for you, sir. And and he'll freeze and go. Eh, what? Mayor would like to speak with you. Wait, what? We don't have a mayor. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, what are you talking about? We're, we're preparing for war, obviously. You're trespassing what? on... Wait. War with who? Uh, the outside world, obviously. Where have you oh, been? That narrows... Uh, well, obviously under a rock. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah, well, I think when she comes around the corner, V will be like, Liam, everything okay? Maybe. Um... Well, and he's going to point at the zombie dwarf. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's insisting that we don't have a mayor and that uh, we're, there's a war going on outside. Well, there is a war going on outside. Remember, the kobolds are coming here for that. Yeah, I know. I'm not questioning that. I'm questioning how he doesn't know about the neighbor, but knows about that. Uh, and he goes, wait, kobolds, we're, no, no, we're not at war with kobolds. We're at war with everybody else. Everybody else. Well, yes. Everybody except the kobolds. Well, well, right. No, kobolds aren't... Why would we go to war with kobolds? You hunt kobolds. It, you're, you're getting oh, off topic. I mean, they're marching on town, and I don't think they like you very much. Well, I mean, I'm not terribly worried about a group of kobolds. We could probably wipe them out pretty quick. Oh, I don't know. There's quite a lot of them, and they've got a rat king in charge. It's pretty smart. Also, like, they're breaking their own weapons, and they don't organize. Okay, that is a concern. I'm. I thank you for bringing this to my attention. But we're there's an army approaching uh, the city. They should be here any time. We we need to be prepared. Of kobolds? No, not of kobolds. Listen, the reports reports I've got are that army coming at us is kobolds, and they're going to be here soon. Yeah, that's that's the only art. Well, I guess you guys are an army now, technically. But and, that was really the only army we were. And he'll like rub his face with his hands and be like, "We don't need this right now. The war has not been going well for years now. We can't let the city fall." So you defend Fairbay, yes? Um, Liam is going to turn around, pull out a piece of paper, and furiously scribble a note um, kind of like a report coming in from a scout like three of kobolds kind of where they are I... and, um, and it'll be signed like Lieutenant Watson um, r- roll sleight of hand because otherwise otherwise it'll just be like hang on scribble 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 orders for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 15. 15. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, uh, you're rummaging through your bag convincingly. Oh, wait. Uh, that's a dex check. That's a 24. Oh, yeah, even better. Flawless. So it definitely looks like, hold on, these orders are at the bottom of the bag here. Just a second. Yeah. <laughs> and so you hand orders, uh, and, yeah. it, and it'll scratch his, like, the top well, of his skull. 
here is the message from the mayor. This is what I was sent to tell you. This is like, uh, I don't... Okay, again, I don't know who fancies themselves mayor, but he scratches his skull a little bit. Like, this looks official enough, but... Or, I would know Lindquist. What? Lindquist. Isn't Lindquist the mayor? No, I don't know a Lindquist. Well, he knows you. Does he? <laughs> no, we're sorry. You know the rack. I, I don't know this rat king either. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You guys are very confused. Pause. Pause. <laughs> yes, Lindquist knows rat king. Nothing to do with mayor. The army outside that you're talking about happens to be an army of kobolds. That's what the scout report is saying. Which is the one that you have. I was sent to tell you this. Alright, well, it's highly unusual that kobolds would organize in any way, but we will be sure to prepare. What direction are they coming from? The south? South along the coast. Okay, I was about to say, ocean is south, but that makes sense. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And he'll, he'll scratch his very patchy and wiry beard. <laughs> they also have a two-headed giant. And they also have a well. An, an Edson? Okay, well, this is highly peculiar. Probably the work of some of the uh, sorcerers. This is, uh... Hmm. That means we'll be fighting on two fronts. This is bad. Thank you for bringing me this information. You, you're dismissed. And he turns around. It's just fighting on one front, buddy. There's the Cobalt Army. That's Liam it. is going to grab me and move her towards the door. No, but Liam, listen. He's being stupid. <laughs> yep, and we're gonna let him do that so he doesn't try and kill us. She's gonna look back and just like like start walking with Liam, but under her breath, mutter, "I could take it." <laughs> You can, but not just the three of us. Hang on, let me roll something for that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if he hears that. <laughs> now, I don't know if any of the players have determined what's going on, but you're going to see <laughs> here in a oh, minute. No, yeah, I have a very good idea of what's happening. I just, the, I, that's why I rolled the intelligence check. And I'm like, nope, he is stupid. <laughs> well, oh. Thank you. <laughs> he rolled a bad perception check. He's he's very distracted with training these troops. So he has dismissed you. He's going back to training these troops. Uh, and so Liam, uh, with probably still holding on to V, like he's just like clamped onto his arm, her arms. Yeah, and she's like, going this way. <laughs> letting him drag her, because let's be honest, if she put thought into it, like. Uh -huh. Um, and he's going to very quickly and very hurriedly move back. Ah, I lost my token. Goodbye. Hold on, hold on. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's going to come back into the group. And Hamish is going to come back up to here and, and find Jeremy. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think as she finds Jeremy, she'll be like, Hey, Jay, uh, turns out somebody's living the dream of making a skeleton army. What? I know. I think he stole your idea. Yeah. Well, I how loudly did he say what? Very. <laughs> it echoes. Jacobo would, clamp, Jacobo would clamp over his mouth after he said that. Um, and he can still talk perfectly. Wait, clearly. are they still over there? Oh yeah, they haven't moved. They, like, as soon as you were dismissed, he went back to his position and started went back to okay. instructing the army. And he says what very loudly. 
No, it scared me. Why is everyone jumping all over the place? Where is everybody? Oh, everyone's dead. At least based on the tokens, everyone's in the original antechamber right under the catacomb, or right under the uh, sarcophagus, and other people are... Nobody's in the main catacomb initial hallway area. Uh... So he says what very loudly? Well, I have to go ask him for advice! Uh, uh, um... Wait, no, pause. probably don't want his advice. He's convinced there's like a war or something going on. And but there's a war. <laughs> Hold on. Time out. Um, Jeremy and Hamish say, Oh, stop yelling. Jeremy and Hamish in unison say, There is a war. <laughs> okay. So, no. Hold on. Pause. Jeremy, what were you doing in your previous life? Uh, I was a general of the army. And what was this army sent to do? Uh, this army was sent to defend the town from an invading uh, other army. Defend the town? Yes. Okay, good. I thought you were trying to attack the town, and you going to attack him would have been a very bad thing. Okay, when um, I first woke up, it was very confusing. I I got everything all mixed up. But now that I remember, I was uh, the last general left behind to defend the city. All right. So, yeah. remember it was the court people that attacked the town. The Atlantis people that were defending the town. And it all got very confusing after that. Yeah, yes, correct. The the Arathis people, we were trying to spread civilization, which, again, in hindsight, was, uh, a, was maybe not the best thing, but that's what we were believing at the time. I feel like this is going to bite us in the ass. Wait a minute. And Hamish Dillson is... is um, back and pulls out this crumpled piece of paper, turns to Jeremy and says, do you think we should go and pitch my uniform idea to them? They look kind of scruffy. Oh, that's a great idea! And he snatches the paper and, uh, like so many things, without thinking about it, he starts to walk towards <laughs> walk in the direction. Grab his arm if he tries to walk by her and be like, no, no, listen. Aww. I, I, I think we can get Jeremy to convince the zombie people to attack the Cobalts. That you already convinced them to attack the Cobalts. Yeah, but Jeremy is an authority figure from their time. That's uh, a good boy. I mean, but well, I mean, who are they though? He was a dwarf. Uh, that doesn't help. Well, he was kind of suspicious, so I really don't know otherwise. Did we notice anything about a uniform or something, Ken? <laughs> well, uh, he had a symbol of cord on him. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Wait. <sighs> How easily recognizable are the symbols of the gods? Were we told that he was a dwarf when we were getting that info dump about the uh, about the, the, the uh, statues and the sarcophagi? Uh, yes, the, yes, that is well known. One was a dwarf and one was a human. Yeah, five. Would V recognize that as a symbol of cord? <laughs> well, considering that there are symbols of cord in the temple directly over your head, I would say yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> this, um, this is not outside of town knowledge. <laughs> okay, so she'll be like, yeah, he's got the same symbol that everybody else, like, th- this whole thing is, she's gonna, like, point up towards, like, the temple above ground. Oh, their cord, you're Arathis. You two are enemies. Oh, yeah, that's probably not good. Oh, so yeah. does that mean we should be fighting alongside the kobolds then? Um, no. Jeremy will start scratching his skull like um I don't know um 
Well, so what I do know is they're probably going to be not too happy if they see Jeremy. By the way, Mr. Honorable is leaning up against the wall and munching on a piece of jerky. Checks okay. out. He's, he's, he's looking rather amused at this whole thing. Yeah. Up to your douche. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about we do this? We just go up, back upstairs, we do our community service, let the kobolds and the skeletons fight it out and deal with whoever's left. Uh, Jimmy will speak up. Um, how will the skeletons get to the kobolds? I don't know. You said there's tunnels and stuff, Jimmy. What do I know? Well, there's catacombs, but I don't know if there's any way out or in other than this. Well, Jacoba seems to know these catacombs pretty well. And Jimmy will look directly at Jacoba. So won't just say. Like everyone, yep. That like slow turn at him, just like. <laughs> CJ is resisting the urge to panic button. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a Braylon. Yep. I'm the center of attention, invisible. <laughs> you know, without the uh, thunderclap. Yeah. Uh, Liam will turn to. Susiana and Mr. Honorable, like, do you, either of you know anything about these catacombs? Do you think there's a way to lead these zombies out of the city? Uh, Mr. Honorable will shrug and continue munching on a jerky. Susie, on the other hand, will go, I mean, maybe. I don't know how the stuff got down here in the first place. Uh, I'm assuming they've been here for a very, very long time. So any um, entrances that used to be here may have yeah. long since been covered up or collapsed. Or still exist. Possibly. We'd have to explore from the inside, probably. I'm not sure we can do that safely. I, uh, probably not. The dwarf guy does think I'm a messenger. He might be able to walk around. Unlikely, though. He did dismiss you. He did dismiss me. Because they're preparing for war. Um, I feel like we should not be having this conversation in the catacombs. <laughs> V's just going to shrug like it's been working so far. <laughs> so, so is it, I want to like maybe even at least temporarily head back upstairs or is the plan to explore the catacombs yes. or temporarily go back upstairs? Okay. Temporarily it doesn't feel safe unless someone else feels completely safe exploring the catacombs. Or exploring the catacombs again. Uh, it's going to be to go back upstairs. And Jimmy and Susie will see the wisdom in that, and they'll agree. Mr. Honorable is not saying much. Yeah, V's waiting for everyone else to file out, and she'll she'll be the last one out. All right. Uh, Liam is going to... Happens, she still thinks she can take that guy. Mr. Yeah. Honorable? <laughs> No, the, no. If anything, if the skeletons come up, she's convinced she can take them all on. Oh, okay. Because Mr. Honorable wanted to be the last one out. Oh, no. I imagine it's just like a staring contest, like... It's a battle of wills. <laughs> a battle of wills. I mean, I mean after, after a moment, like, after a brief eye contact, Mr. Honorable would go up before V. Hmm. He was he was mostly counting on everyone forgetting about him. No, no. But V did not. <laughs> v did not. Listen, he's one of the group. He's not Jimmy. She doesn't. She's never interacted with him. So in her head, it's just like, look, I, she she takes the hits for the group, and you're part of the group. So go. Up you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, if Jimmy was there, she would have left him behind gladly, but... Oh, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe kicked him back down the stairs. Okay, so temporarily, everyone goes back upstairs. Uh, I will... Ha I hesitate to change the map until a decision is made, because you may just end up right back down here, <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, my inclination is to see if there are any records of these catacombs, see if we can find a map somewhere. See if there is another way in. So upon... Um, but upon mentioning that... Jimmy will be like, oh, yeah, hold on. And he'll reach into his pack, and he's just got, like, maps and records and stuff. He's he's done all this research already. As, like he said earlier today, this is how he found out about this at all. Uh, of course, he's just now telling us about this. All no, right. he mentioned it when you first met up, but you were busy talking about handstands. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Discussion. Um, so oh, is I think... there... Go for it. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think if they're out of the catacombs, V will unstrap Choppy and put him back on her shoulder. <laughs> Give him, like, a chin scratch. Like, there you go. You were good. Good job. Perfect. <laughs> Is there another way in or out of the catacombs based on the maps in research? Uh, nothing obvious. Based on the records he was able to find, there, the only end way in or out used to be a staircase that went directly into the temple, but that was way back in, like, the Arathis days. So like also, what the fuck is your wife doing? Oh, she's making noises, probably interacting with the dog. Okay. Yeah, it looks like she's making noises at the dog because she does that. Okay. <laughs> the, the Sheba exists and is therefore cute and is now going pew pew. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> I'm not even sure she can hear me. <laughs> we we got to have the partners and their background noises. We can just do a spin-off show of just our partners. Like, yeah, like we could just be talking about something unrelated and then Jay or Brittany will just like walk in and do something and it'll be funny no 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 the cast is Jay and Brittany talking <laughs> everyone's commenting on your noises honey wait what <laughs> what are you frustrated about she's fucking making this site load the internet keeps making your site refresh Oh, okay. She's trying to watch something, and the internet keeps making her buffer. I a perfectly reasonable response. Yes, you can you can tell her we feel her pain. <laughs> <laughs> she's just she's just trying to watch her anime. <laughs> Everyone in the call is laughing. <laughs> So let her know that we know her pain. <laughs> Everyone agrees with you, like always. <laughs> they feel your pain. Buffering sucks. Perfectly reasonable response. Yep. Everyone agrees you're being reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just leave it in the episode fuck it <laughs> uh, 
going to be another one where the behind the scenes is going to be as long as the episode. Uh, probably. Uh, I mean, last or the last episode I edited, we I just had a beep where we had we spent like twenty minutes talking about what Jamie looks like. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we, uh, you know, I was upset about the how I got over about the shirtless pic. That's all. <laughs> In the final edit, it was, hold on, we don't know what Jamie looks like. Beep. Okay, that was a whole tangent. <laughs> yeah, that's how the episode went. How's that right? Uh, I thought that was um, funny. All right. Uh, so there's no other way of leading them out. Yeah, um, it, it's why there's, like, a dirt tunnel between this little antechamber and the rest of the catacombs, because at some point, the... Like, when Kord took over this temple, they just buried the catacombs that were Arathis. I see. Um, so, it seems our options are re-murder a bunch of zombies, or... Just let the zombies and the kobolds take each other out. Well, see, the problem is, to get zombies to the kobolds, they have to go through the town. I'm sure the townsfolk will be fine with that. I'm sure that will end. Oh, that's a Tuesday. Fresh. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Hey, there's, I, there's, there's no situation where that ends well. Uh, there's, tell that to Tuesday. Tell that to Umbrin. Tell that to Gord. <laughs> Mr. Honorable will actually speak up and go. I mean, just have them move at night. Tell that to Tuesday. Working with them more often. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm confused. Whose cities are we on? Neither. I don't know. I didn't even know that we were taking part in a war meeting. Now, famous. I thought we were just helping them look for something. Yeah, well, that thing that we ended up founding turns out to be an army of zombies. Um, and so if you think you can... Co I mean, they're, they're really well organized for zombies. I mean, um, we're supposed to clean up the graveyards. Do you think they meant kill all the zombies? Because that seems like clean up definitely not. That's also a, a lot of work and very dangerous work and I'm sorry V, we, it seems like it's above the eight of us. Uh, Jimmy will speak up and say, actually I'm pretty sure the, the Temple of Kord has no idea that these zombies are down here. Yeah. Oh, so maybe we tell we... them and let them deal? Hmm? That seems like that would be good community service to tell them there's a bunch of zombies underneath their temple. And Jimmy looks at him and she's like, community service, what are you talking about? You really need to keep up, Jimmy. Oh, I, I've been doing my own thing. We have to do community service because we set a house on fire and pretended it was a dragon. By put the lawn on fire. Mr. Honorable will bust out laughing as soon as Hamish men mentions that. That was you? Well, that yeah. was Hamish. Listen, you don't get it. That butler was really racist. <laughs> well, I I agree with that, but that's hilarious. Well done. Plus, I, ne I needed to find a testing ground for my garlic lamp oil. And he'll laugh even harder. <laughs> yeah. So, do we lead the zombies out at night, and hopefully they kill the kobolds, or do we just try and murder everything again? I thought we were going to go and tell the cord priests that they had zombies under their temple. Uh, you literally just mentioned that that was an idea that we could do. What? So, okay. So we let them know that there are a bunch of zombies under the temple. Now we have a job yes, to get rid of the zombies under the temple. 
Yeah, and what do you think they're going to do? Uh, well, I would suggest to them that we set them on the kobolds. And so there we go. Do we... All right. Well, we got an answer. Let's, let's skip telling them about the zombies and try and send them on the kobolds. Okay, but the last time we did something in, in the whole graveyard situation without telling anybody, we got community service. I kind of feel like we should tell them so that they don't attack their own defensive army on the way out of town to attack the kobolds, protect the town from the kobolds coming, because if they destroy their own army, then that's kind of stupid. I'm with Hamish on this one. I'm going to have to negotiate this. <laughs> okay. See, if this Let's is the I are the planners. Exactly. Okay. Jeremy will raise a hand. Yeah, Jeremy? Am I a planner? Sure. Yeah. You'll fist bump a little bit. Yes. <laughs> with us, the whole distraction team. Honestly, the whole distraction team is really what's keeping this group together. Yeah. Okay. Distraction. And then Hamish will hold up his fist. Fist bump with me. Yeah. V will fist bump. Jeremy wants in on the fist bump. Yeah. yeah. Three way fist bump. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's solidified now. They are the golden trio. Three musketeers. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like um, breaking Ian a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be sorry, but I'm not. So, so looking around, everyone, Susie will be like, "We'll look at Jimmy and go." So wait, like, we got in one room and then we gave up. This is kind of an anticlimactic job. No, we got in one room, realized that it's an army of zombies, and decided not to murder them. We're just going to send them out to Cobalt so they can hopefully kill each other. I mean, yeah, I suppose that's not a bad plan. I, I was kind of hoping we'd, like, you know, actually find something other than a bunch of undead that we'd stay well, well away from. But, I, I uh, Well, conveniently, once undead are not in the catacombs, we'll have empty catacombs. Hmm. Yeah, long-term and, planning. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Zombie-less catacombs are a lot friendlier than the zombie catacombs. So what do you think, tonight? Um, let's tell them now, tell them we have a plan for this evening, execute said plan this evening, oh, and do wait. this shit. Tonight doesn't work for me. Yeah, we, we, we what, you got a hot date or something? Uh, no, we have to make a act smarter. She'll look at Susie? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and Mr. Honorable looks more and more just absolutely amused. This this has gone from being clandestine to just hilarious. <laughs> this, is, this is the funniest shit he's seen all day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we have the cheddar choppy situation to fix. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy will go, uh, who's cheddar and choppy? Don't worry about it. She'll point at the axe on her shoulder and be like, choppy? Oh. <laughs> Okay, you name your axes. That's cool. Um, he looks at his knife. Yeah, why well, didn't I think of that? Every thinking creature needs a name. Yeah, he can talk. Of course he has a name. Uh-huh. Well, he can sort of talk. Really, yeah, Chip more. Yeah, Cheddar's the better talker, but Jacoby uh, even said that Choppy can talk. But that's because Cheddar can cast spells, which is really good for a mouse when you think yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a real... Real proud of him. Mouse isn't small? No, like mouse isn't mouse, Jimmy. Keep up. Yeah. Mice are generally pretty small. He'll scratch his head. Okay, I think 
Yeah, you're right. I, I haven't been keeping up very well. I'll have to, I'll have to be around more often to, to keep up. Very simple. Spellcasting mouse, sentient axe. The axe is a little scottish because he can't see or hear anything, so we need to make him smart. There, you're all caught up. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, that kind of tracks with what I know about the circles. Uh, it didn't occur to me to, like, put things in it on purpose. Kind of stayed away from them. But well, okay. The point was, I thought that we could, like, protect the town from the kobolds if we could breed an army of sentient princes, but it turns out it'll take too long. And since Choppy was already weakly, we figured why not make him smart, too. Uh-huh. Okay. And he shall point to Mr. Honorable with the jerky and be like, I wouldn't recommend it with jerky. Wiggly jerky is not very good. Plus, I don't like beef. <laughs> Mr. Honorable will, like, like, lift his jerky and, like, chew his jerky. Well, I, I was, well, a little bit of that, but also, like, lift it up in, like, a toast and be like, thanks, I'll keep that in mind and take another bite. <laughs> For some reason, snacking on something while serious things are happening is just a, a, a message of nonchalance. <laughs> Brittany continues to be annoyed at her computer. <laughs> the saga continues. <laughs> There's a banshee in the background. Hi, dog. Hi. Is there a banshee? <laughs> no, she just wants to say hi. Hi. Um, okay. <laughs> After a, a few moments of like silence and discussion, Mister Arnold will be like, "Well, I guess nothing's getting done today. Later." And he'll bite. He'll he'll put the last piece of jerky in his mouth and just wander off. I feel like we're gonna need him for the zombies. Yeah, but he's right. Nothing's getting done today. That's going to be tonight. After the next thing. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, we still need to. Uh. Clean up the graveyard, you're right. Yes. <laughs> so Liam is going to turn to Jimmy and Susiana and kindly ask them to meet us at the DNR office at sunset so we can execute said zombie routing plan because we're probably going to have to fucking do that. And Susie will defer to Jimmy because he's kind of her employer at the moment. And Jimmy will say, yeah, sounds good. See you then. And uh, All right. Jimmy and Susie wander off together. Uh, Jimmy, before you go, yeah, if you can get a hold of Mister Honorable, drag his ass into this as well. Uh, uh we'll see. He's he's a little uh, dodgy sometimes, but I'll, I'll I'll see what I can do. All right. And so they they wander off. And mm-hmm. um. Anyone who wants to roll a perception check can on on the two of them. Well, I like rolling perception checks, well, so let's do it. I'm getting the knife ready. <laughs> I mean, V's definitely watching Susiana walk away, so... Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, she is! <laughs> she is, but I love to watch <laughs> So, uh, after, like they get some distance away. V is lasered in on them. No one else rolled well in the perception area, but V sees at some point Jimmy says something, but she can't hear it. And V laughs and then she like tussles his hair a bit. Ooh, 
give me some drink later. Guys, okay. With that, that, that kind of perception, is that like a, a friendly, like, oh, you're like my little brother tussle of hair, or is that like... It's it's definitely that. It's like, oh, you're so adorable kind of thing. Not a, not anything more than okay. that. <laughs> okay, then, then you know what? She's just like... Hmm. Less daggers are being shot yeah, at. Le- less daggers. She's just a nice and affectionate person. <laughs> founded that she actually likes Jimmy because it's, it's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and his perfectly sculpted blonde hair and his swagger and his gigantic foldy knife that's not practical. How can she tussle it when there's so much gel in there? Also, isn't he... Isn't... Jimmy's not very old. He's like 18 or 17. He's not very old. Well, V's like 20... Or or V? Oh, right. uh, Susie's like 23? 24 or something like that? I don't remember. Where did I... 25. V's V's only 20. Because mm. she's younger than Jacoba, but not that much younger. Mm. Yeah. How old is he? He's 26. Yeah, I have her down as 24 on her character sheet. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I, thought, I thought Jimmy was even younger than he was. Any, whatever, not important. I mean, he certainly looks young, but he's like, yeah, 17, 18. Did I write it down in his character sheet? I did not. He's something like that. He, he definitely is of the same age bracket as the teenagers you were talking to in previous episodes. So what needs to happen in the graveyard? Pretty much just need to clean everything up. There's a bunch of moss around they want you to scrub up, clear up the graffiti, of which there's quite a bit, and uh, they'll even want you to carry out the new stone slab that you smashed previously. Mm. They have a replacement ready, but it requires like everyone to lift and get in place. Right. Um, I think as they're cleaning up, V will go to Jacoba and be like, hey, can you do me a favor? And that favor is? Do you, can you check in with Choppy, see how he is? Maybe see if he wants to wander around or if he wants to stick on the shoulder. And she's just like blinking and looking at him like this is the most normal request, request in the world. Okay. <laughs> May you please talk to my axe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Begrudgingly, Jacoba will. Okay, so he basically relays her message, and the not not so much in words, but a feeling. I know that's not exactly per the text of the spell, but the feeling is indifference. He's kind of comfortable where he is. Seems a little bit of a complex question. Not a lot of feedback on it. Okay, oh, he will relay that to me. Okay, thanks. Maybe you're not so bad after all. And she'll wander off after saying that to go clean something. So, lo- lots of scrubbing. It takes a what good... What is that supposed to mean? takes most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> she scratches she scratches Choppy on the chin as she walks away. Just like that slow blink after someone says something like... I think the sarcophagus is left, led back onto place on the old tomb. Hamish is going to look very troubled because... He's trying to work out whether he accidentally destroyed a zombie who was on their side or not. He's still unclear about that. So he's going to turn to Jeremy and say, Did I do right by blowing this guy up? Because if he was working with the one down there, they're not your friends, but they might be friends of the town now against the kobolds, unless we're working for the kobolds. I still don't know who Cyberon. 
Uh, I'm just as confused as you are, but if them waking up is anything like me waking up, they are very confused and don't know. They probably won't notice that one of them is missing. Because uh, if he was as nice as you, he probably didn't need to get blown up in his bed. Well, yeah, probably, but I mean, I don't know. So, you mentioned this whole putting this slab back on the sarcophagus. Yes. Um, is there a way that we could rig it, this is going to end horribly, so that it is easier to remove this evening? Uh, well, installing it gives you a better idea on how it works in the first place, because the first time, mm-hmm. it, let's just say there was not a lot of thought put into how to open it. <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. it was, let's try with our bare hands and then maybe with a crowbar and then we'll smash it. It's like, in reality, like, you could just slide it aside, but it is very heavy. It would require a team effort to move it aside. So, I I would say there's not really any practical way to make it easier to move, but simply understanding how it sits in there helps quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, Now, now you could reasonably with, you know, lots of teamwork, could get that thing open without damaging it. Unlike, unlike before, there was just a vague attempt at smashing it. <laughs> it was a little rough. Pretty sure it involved a roll that ended horribly. Oh, definitely. Uh, okay, so once everything is done, um, I feel like we need to tell the Temple of Cord what the fuck is going on. Yes. So, kind of want to just have that be a persuasion check as like a gauge of how that goes because the actual conversation would be really fairly mundane yeah <laughs> but they would be very 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 concerned at the notion of a bunch of undead underneath the graveyard kind of overlooking that you once again like didn't just help <laughs> and went underground mm-hmm. but most of the people you speak to have no idea that there's catacombs underneath this graveyard or underneath this temple. This is some, like, old lost knowledge, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, roll a, roll a persuasion check, and I want to see what their demeanor is like. Okay. 25. Oh. Holy fuck, yes! Fantastic. So, you, you very clearly convey that, hey... This is a problem. However, asterisks, they're intelligent and organized, and we can probably persuade them to march to an, a, real, a problem that they can solve, you know, to the southeast. So that's something that we could just solve, and we'll do it in the dead of night, so that way we're not disturbing the townsfolk. And the people at the Temple of Cord, surprisingly, are like, yeah, getting rid of them through some war that doesn't involve anyone in the town sounds like a great idea. And so they'll even offer, like, a few, like, resident acolytes and paladins to, like, help make sure people stay out of the way and make sure the path is clear to outside of town. Excellent. Uh, Liam will thank him for his time. And... Perfect. So that went quite well. 25 persuasion. Mm. Yeah. That but, went way better than I was expecting. Yeah, it could have been a, no, 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 we need to seal that up and never think of it again, or it's a, we need to send paladins down there to take care of it. But instead, it's a, yeah, that's actually a good idea. If you can manage to get them out of town without anyone getting hurt, you know, two threats smash against each other, no one in town gets threatened. Good good thinking. 
Amy in chat solidifies solidifies V as one of the planners in the group. <laughs> I mean, it does. I am. She is. Plan worked. Therefore, planner. I mean, look, plan. This is like two plans now that have worked, and then if you you're welcome the for that. <laughs> she knows how to delegate. What can I tell you? Was the first. The he the heist. Was the heist her That's idea? Like, well, the, no. distracting him with statue talk was her idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you even got an offer to get one of them statues. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> all of my dreams in this campaign are coming true. You just wait until I drag that statue all the way across town to the different circles. It's going to be great. You're going to get yourself a pet rock snake? Yes. An onyx. Yes. If we use it in battle enough, it'll become a Steelix. Perfect! Yeah. Um, actually, you have to trade it. Yeah. Oh. Just Steelix. Well, even fucking easier. But I... Just got traded, CJ. But I sincerely <laughs> doubt V would ever trade it. I sincerely doubt yeah. V would ever trade it. No. <laughs> this has just become, like, the V pet collection campaign like slash soap opera slash soap opera slash i guess i kind of do stuff for the town once in a while oh yeah i guess we're employed too i guess <laughs> and there's ghosts and shit but these are not the important about that these aren't the important so, things so is the name of this campaign V's menagerie yes <laughs> it is now <laughs> All right. All right, let's change the the podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to go back and redo all those intros. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Hello and welcome to V's Menagerie, episode 23. <laughs> <laughs> Just like crappily ADR it in. <laughs> it's not even your voice. It's one of us saying it. Oh, that'd be great. I think CJ would do a great, like, monotone. That'd be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Bees, <laughs> <laughs> menagerie. Ah, that'd be so good. Beautiful. Uh, okay, so I think maybe this is a good place to call the session. Next okay. next session, we're going to... May Are you going to directly attempt to march a zombie army east are you going to have a date with cheddar that is true that's true you, you, you gotta do the i think we're gonna split the party next next day. yeah these we're gonna like cut back and forth between lord of the rings and v and her pets <laughs> v and her pet v, v's menagerie <laughs> lord of the rings and then jacoba and someone else fucking around down in catacombs that would be me. And, and the Rat King casts a, a, a huge spell that, you know, bursts vines out in, a, in all directions, restraining everyone. Cut camera. So, V, how's Choppy going? Let's roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> this big epic moment. Some court paladins is going to be like, you! <laughs> you guys watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, a bit. Okay. Do you guys do you know the episode where Cheddar the dog runs away? No, I don't know that one. Like, okay, I'll try to find a clip of it because it's hilarious. Because this this little um, corgi runs away, 
and they're cops and they're like he's he's probably mocking us and then it's just like this upbeat music like do 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 as he just like wanders around just having a good day <laughs> all right i need to stop this recording so there's a war there's some sneaky sneaks and then there's these menagerie yep 